This is the final word, World Cup Daily, day 11. Jeff Lemon and Parat Sundaresan in Lucknow. The action was happening in Delhi. It was England. It was Afghanistan. It's brought to you by Westfield, London. More extra, less ordinary. Barat, please tell me about the entire match in the space of 30 seconds. Charlo. Chris Wokes starts off with five wides. Gurbaz and Zadran put on a great opening partnership, 114. Then comes the collapse. You wonder, are Afghanistan going to lose their way? They don't. Middle order runs from uh, Ali Khil and some lower order runs from Rashid Khan and Mujib take them to 284. England lose wickets early. England lose wickets in the middle. And England are blown away for 215 despite Harry Brooks' valiant 66. And Afghanistan create history. The biggest upset of the World Cup so far and one of the biggest upsets of all time. One of the biggest. You've got Zimbabwe 83, mm. you've got Zimbabwe 92. They beat Australia, then they beat England. Um, maybe Sri Lanka winning the whole thing in 96 is sure. a massive upset. Uh, you've got your, you know, Ireland over Pakistan in 2007, Bangladesh over India in 07, Ireland, England in 2011, and so on. But this one is big. Yes. This one is, this one is, this is the reigning world champions. This is a team that last time, four years ago, when they played Afghanistan in a World oh, Cup, made 400 and whatever. And Owen Morgan hit 17 sixes, which is still the record in an ODI innings absolutely spifflicated them Rashid Khan that day I'm pretty sure went for 110 in that game like Afghanistan's premier bowler the figurehead all the rest of it that did not happen to Rashid Khan today Um, picked up three for 37 (laughs) was it Um, not quite needing to finish his 10th over but we can come to the chase later because I think almost the more important part like the the most important part Mm. is that Afghanistan didn't fall apart when things started getting difficult today because we've seen them have big opening partnerships before we've seen them get off to fast starts and then it starts to go wrong and it continued to go wrong but that didn't happen today let's start with Gobos and Ibrahim Zadran and it was gorgeous the way they took on the first 10 overs the 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 scything cuts through point England had about four fielders between sort of cover point and backward point they were still finding gaps through there Um, the Gobos goes back and bangs a couple of huge sixes over the leg side. It was audacious. It was taking him on. It was, we are not afraid of you. Oh. Uh, my God, it was good to watch. He was stepping down the pitch to everyone England threw at him, uh, Gurbaz. And he has that technique where he opens up the offside. And he's a not just a dangerous batter. He can take down attacks. I mean, mm. he got the IPL deal. He was opening in the, uh, the batting for KKR. And we saw him in the Asia Cup as well. And he so scores so quickly and often outscores his opening partner. But you're right, the shots to the offside. And yeah, England were a little off-color with the ball early on. They gave him a lot of width. But there were times when he was creating that width just mm-hmm. with his fit foot uh, footwork footwork and how he was opening. I'm just excited, sorry. Uh, we're just, both excited. We've, yeah, been, exactly. we've been sitting here. I think with... everybody in world cricket should be excited. You just don't have to be in Afghanistan fun to be excited right now maybe even as an English fan you should be excited that's how big a moment it was but just the way he was taking down the England bowlers you're right it felt like uh, he could make a 150 he's done that before in international Mm -hmm. cricket one day cricket Uh, but then that moment where yes they lose two wickets and then they lose him to a run out and you yeah. see him walking off um, swearing a lot in English that caught my I don't know why the huh. language in which he was swearing did catch my attention okay. uh, he's, he's an international cricketer now he spends his time sure. around the world uh, and he was everybody knows the word you say when you get out that is right? true but he said a few different variations of sure. it yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah I mean it was the baby throwing the toys off the court as he walked off and that's generally when Afghanistan start losing their way yeah yeah but I mean it be, and it felt 
it's so frustrating. You could tell that people on commentary mm. were frustrated. Yes. People online were frustrated because he was going so well. So it's not just like, so 79 off the power play uh, between mm. the two of them. Zadran's just chilling out at the other end, basically yeah, just is. poking around. Uh, by the time he got out, he was going at a strike rate of 58, <laughs> um, at, at, right. at which point Gerbas was going at about 141, I think, uh, the way things were going at the time. He brings up his 50 and 33 balls. And then as they come out of the power play, big powerful sweep shot off Rashid Khan, Big six down the ground. Adil Rashid. We have the Rashid versus Rashid thing going on, which we'll come to that later in the match. Spy versus Spy. Um, Rashid Khan and Adil Rashid were... They had a a thing going on today. But anyway, he hits Adil Rashid over long on in the subsequent over. Mark Wood comes on in the 12th, uppercuts him for six. He he was just not afraid of anybody. He was like, whatever you've got, I will take it down. And then, and then... And and it's after Zadran's chipped the catch to mid-wicket and then Ramat Shah has been stumped for three. And... The new player comes in, it's the skipper, it's Hashmat, and he calls, I'm pretty sure it was Hashmat's call. He just yes, squeezes was, the yeah. ball, the left-handed to mid-wicket, runs immediately. It's going straight to David Willey, who's the sub-fielder, because Reese Topley had hurt his knee diving. There is no run there, and I don't know, I guess it's just heat of the moment, but Gobos is in, entirely within his rights to refuse that call and to say, if you want to come halfway down yeah. and run yourself out, fine. I'm batting really well. Yeah. I'm the most important player here exactly. at the moment. Sure, you're the captain, but you don't matter more than me. Uh, but he responded to the call, and he gets run out, and it just felt like such a waste of... like He's not going to bat 50 overs like that. Mm. You can't almost statistically... No. It's kind of probability says it's impossible to get through 50 overs like that. But all he needed to do was get through 30 overs like that and he probably would have been on 160 and they're probably making 300 and whatever and, you know, away they go. Yeah, and you could see the captain's reaction. Uh, uh, I I spoke about Gurbaz's as he walked off, but the moment the camera panned to uh, the captain's face and he just winced a little and he was like, ugh, what have I done? And maybe at that point he felt as well because they had all the momentum at that point of Afghanistan. They lose two wickets Mm -hmm. back to back uh, and then they run out. Uh, And this is also during a period of time when England spinners had come into the game and it's also a sign, an ominous sign as it proved to be for England that this was a much slower pitch than what we've seen in Delhi and the ball was turning. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone from Liam Livingston and Joe Root had an impact with the ball yep. alongside Adil Rashid. Uh, but but you're right. Uh, and they seem to lose their way a little bit. They lose well, the captain as well. Not well and, and they lose Asmat who comes out and whacks yeah. 19 in pretty quick time. He at least does keep upping yeah. the ante. Um, but then he holds out to long on. Jonathan Trott's doing that like pinch yeah. the bridge of your nose. We're not the full face in your hands but just rubbing his fingers yeah. across his face going oh no <laughs> what's happening here Hashmat is bowled by Root by yeah. Beauty that sort of straightens past the line of the, the left handers bat and hits off stump but he's out for 14 off 36 balls and at this point it's like okay you've come in you've run out the bloke <laughs> who's got 80 off 50 and then you're sucking the life out of the middle of the innings this is not captaincy material um, you know overboard with you so he does he, he sends himself overboard uh, and then Mark Wood with pace gets Nabi to splice one to the gully mm. for nine and so at this point you're like okay well they're done here this is the yeah. classic Afghanistan sure. trend down after the good start um, but Ikram Ali Khil comes in who in 2019 I remember him batting in that uh, the game against India when mm. they were chasing a low score about yeah. 200 and they needed 
whatever it was, maybe 20 off the last three overs and he, and he comes in and he couldn't really get back to ball. He couldn't score. He looked frazzled. He looked out of his depth. Today, he's obviously worked very hard on his game over the intervening period. Today, he didn't look like that. And he got support from Rashid mm. Khan, who with time to bat, batted sensibly, oh, scored yeah. at a runner ball, um, but didn't, didn't try to overdo anything. And the, the keeper, as he turned out to be, because Gobuz has been keeping, but didn't keep today, mm. um, Alec Hill took the gloves. But before he did that, he made a really important 50. Very important 50. And that's the kind of innings that Afghanistan has lacked. Someone to steady yep. the ship when things start going awry. Uh, and he did it really smartly as well. And like I said earlier, this is during a period of time where the English spinners seem to have like a death grip on Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you look at the economy rates. Uh, they <laughs> barely went death for too many. Grip. It was a proper death grip. Living death clock, death, death clock, death grip, clock, death, death clock. grip from Livingston. Oh. Smart wow. well done, Yeah, so the, but then I don't know why I keep doing that. But yeah, uh, the death grip. Uh, but then he breaks through it, and mm-hmm. like the English seamers did with the new ball, they they were struggling. I don't know whether it was a heat or mm-hmm. the lack of um, assistance from the pitch. Uh, they were all over the shop. They were bowling a lot of no balls, uh, and that's when Ali Keel yeah. starts taking them on. But then comes the most significant innings of uh, the or. or most significant innings of the last 10 overs anyway, where Mujib comes in yes. and starts swinging the bat around. Just after uh, Rashid Khan has pumped one down the ground and Joe Root's taken oh, a really good catch. catch at long on off Adil Rashid, yeah. hence Rashid versus Rashid, as we mentioned earlier. In the Battle of the Rashids, uh, the England Rashid came up. Trump's in the first innings, hmm, ellipsis, who knows what's going to happen next. And then Mujib, particularly when Sam Curran lost his way. So he spanks Curran just mercilessly. Mm. Four, four, free hit, yeah. hits the, as in, no, you know, the four is off a no ball, the second one. Free hit goes for six. Um, the, Curran runs in and literally drops the ball while he's yeah, tr- he running does, up to try yeah. to bowl. He's, he's uh, to use the word of the ashes, rattled. rattled. Was he rattled? No, I think he just dropped the ball. Yeah. Um, then a couple of runs, then a dot. So 18 off the over, um, and eventually Majib's out for 28 off 16 balls, um, slicing wood away to short third just inside the circle. But it gave him momentum. It got him up closer to 300 yeah. than 240, 250, that kind of thing. Um, Naveen Al-Haq finishes off with a, a slashed four um, from Mark Wood. Uh, by this point, Alec Hill's been dismissed for 56, was it? Pumps Reese Topley for a big six after bringing up his 50 as well. It just felt like they weren't cowed, you know. And that, that sorry, it wasn't the last ball of the innings, so it was the last ball of the 49th yeah. that they slice it away. And then they run out um, in the 50th trying to run a bye with two yeah. balls to go. Even that I liked. Take yeah, him on, I, two balls totally. to go, run the bye, totally. why not? Butler hits the stumps with the glove on. He's obviously been watching Alex Carey um, and nails them direct. And... Yeah, okay, um, you've, you've bowled out Afghanistan, but they've made a proper score. They've got yeah. 284 on the board, which you'd think England are supposed to come out like they're chasing 400 and run it down in 40 overs. Mm. That's how England are supposed to play, but they don't. They bat like they're chasing 284. And also there was the incentive for them to chase it down within 40 overs. It would have taken them, if not right up to the top, but very close to the top mm. if they had done that. Uh, but I think... If you can just go back to the Afghanistan innings, sure. Jeff, and how the English bowlers struggle. Karthik Krishnaswamy, who just has walked into the room, and I were watching it at the stadium, and we were talking about how um, you compare this to the team in 2019, even with the ball, it felt like it was a team who knew how to play 50-over cricket. Now England are playing a form of 50-over cricket, which I refer to as T50, where it's it's T20 cricket uh, not loosely. I mean, I'm sure uh, the English fans will jump on me and throw numbers at me, but this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it felt like uh, 
And you look at the bowling figures. Three bowlers had quotas of four overs each. Uh, and if you just look at it uh, independently, it'd be like, mm-hmm. mm, not bad. Like Sam Curran obviously had a bad sure. day. Chris Wokes had a bad day. But I don't know. I think this bowling just isn't uh, as good or as uh, and the conditions played a role as well in 2019. It doesn't look very effective. And death bowling was a problem for them in the 2016 T20 World Cup. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, last time there was a World Cup in India. And it already seems to be the case this time around as well. Right. So they they start with Majib, yeah. bowls the first over, and then Fazal Haq, Faruqi, first ball that he bowls, oh, swinging yeah. in, beats Best though, nails him in front of leg stump. He's given out on the field by Rod Tucker. It's uh, umpire's call on impact, umpire's call on leg stump. Come back to that in the Hall of Fame, but but you know Bairstow out for two, um, and in the seventh over, Root gets bowled by Mujib for eleven. You know one that that stays low and comes in, and that is such a key week, particularly in these kind of conditions, mm. because Root's the player who can tick over a, a nice fifty or sixty and, and make it look easy. They kept Mujib on for six overs at the start. Um, he said after the game because they were conscious of the dew that would become heavier as the game went on, so allow him to grip the ball and it pays dividends with the wicket of Root as well, um, which is particularly important. Important, and then you know Harry Brooks sort of rebuilding things, uh, looking okay. Mm. Uh, Muhammad Nabi almost squirms one through him that, that's caught behind, but he doesn't quite get a touch on it. Um, David Milan's batting reasonably nicely yeah. at the other end, and then he hits one to cover on 32. They're 68 for three, and you got the Butler and Brook combination. But so now you're thinking, well, they're a fair way off. Yeah. Like they've got a long, long distance to go at this point, um, and then. And then it's 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 the butler, it's the butler ball. Oh, what a ball! We raved about Jasprit Bumrah to Mohammad Rizwan yesterday. Uh, it was a different kind of delivery. Mm-hmm. It was an in-swinging yorker, not so much a yorker. It was a no. full ball. And with Josh Butler, when he is facing deliveries like that, especially if it is right arm was bowling slightly wide of the crease, his head yeah. does fall over a lot. So there is that gap between bat and pad, and his bat kind of comes across his body. Uh, but to nail it, and he'd got a couple to go away from Josh Butler just before that. So it was the mm-hmm. perfect setup. Uh, Naveen Hulak takes a lot of pride in his bowling, backs himself against the best in the world. And, uh, bo- and bowled one maiden to Butler a couple of overs yes. earlier because Butler was wanting to be cautious and mm. not playing like Butler in the yeah. way that he just comes in and ticks it off and suddenly he's 12 off 10, bowls a maiden to him, gets hit for a couple of fours in his next over by Brooke mm. and then the one that cuts in and, and castles Butler. Absolutely. And that kind of set them uh, on their way. And that's when you realize, ooh, whoa. Uh, and I think Lisa Staleka was on commentary and she said, England might be in a little bit of trouble. I was like, no, 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 Lisa, they're in a lot of trouble yeah. now. Uh, and Brooke was looking good. And I remember messaging you uh, from the stadium, Jeff, at that point saying, it could well be the coming of age Harry Brooke innings yep. that we saw in Test cricket uh, in Headingley. Mm-hmm. It, I just got that feeling and sure. he did play well. I mean, he was timing the ball better than any other English batter yep. and it looked like all he needed was, or it felt like all he needed was a partner at the other end. It wasn't to come. But there's there's that balance, right? So the Butler wicket falls and then in the same over, three boundaries come yeah. in the same over. It's, it's one for 15 off the over, I think. Um, Brooke, plays this perfect sort of wide uh, mm. off, off drive through through wide long off there's a free hit that Livingston puts away and again you're thinking well okay the balance tilts the balance mm. tilts back a little bit and then it's Livingston being hit straight off. in front terrible um, the quick, and terrible reviewing <laughs> yeah. right because it, it's Rashid Khan by this point and it's there's it's not going anywhere it's hitting the middle of middle stump and he reviews it anyway because I don't know and at that point England 117 on the board, five wickets down. Brooks still there. Um, he brings up 50 from 45 balls and looks superb. But 
he's got to do it all pretty much on his own from that point with with the sort of current wokes sort of Rashid access to help him out. Even before we come to that, you spoke about how uh, courageous and audacious Afghanistan were with the bat early on. I thought they were similarly courageous and audacious with the ball as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, Farooqi did get hit for a few boundaries, but he kept bringing the ball in. He troubled Joe Root. He wasn't too concerned with going to full. There were a couple of times David Milan drove him through the covers for Mm -hmm. four. Away from his body, the feet weren't moving. And Milan, he does do that quite often. But it was brave bowling. He kept challenging the outside edge. And that kind of continued on. I think the captaincy was really good as well. The Mujib call about giving him six overs. And how they use Rashid Khan as well. Mm -hmm. What he comes in to bowl in the 16th over, if I'm not mistaken. Um, He's given a spell, taken off, brought back Mm -hmm. in. And that's where he gets rid of Liam Livingston. Well, and, and Majib comes back as well. So he he has the LBW against Wokes that gets overturned. He gets hit for the first six of the innings, which is in the 31st over. So England hadn't even tried to hit yeah. a six to this point. Brooks sweeps him for one. Um, the following over, he gets Wokes given out and it's overturned. And then 35th over, he gets Harry Brook for 66. Um, the, the, the Karen ball, the one that... That, so, that decks away from the right-hander, takes the little feather. Really good catch behind the stumps as well from Ali Hill, who um, continues his good match. Mm. And from that point, it's always going to be uphill. Yeah, you know, uh, Adil Rashid whacks yeah. it around a bit with Mark Wood and so on, um, but wickets are going to fall at some point. It, sort of test-match-style forward defensive shot from Adil Rashid, who edges one to slip. Um, uh, Topley comes out and tees off at the end. <laughs> this was fun. This is almost a Hall of Fame. He hits three fours in a row off Fazal Hug Faruqi. Reese Topley, in his entire professional career, has a top score of 19. He's never made 20 runs in t- about 270 professional <laughs> matches across formats. He hasn't reached 20. He averages four in first class, eight in list A, and 12 in T20 cricket. So he just bangs 12 in quick time, but, you know, they're still... 80 short at this point um, and it's not going to happen and of course it's Rashid Khan to finish it off bowling Mark Wood trying a big mow across the line England all out for 215 they're in trouble they're in trouble on the table Mm. and they're halfway through and what uh, this result also has ensured is that Australia right down at the bottom Uh, it was only (laughs) Afghanistan below Australia right before that's what that should be Hall of Fame as well that should be so in terms of net run rate now so Afghanistan have gone up with two points the Dutch are ahead of Australia on net run rate Um, so Australia are dead last they'll play Sri Lanka tomorrow anyway um, uh, so Rashid Khan three for 37 Mujib three for 51 Nabi two for 16 off six overs so he went at two and a half and over in a one-day international chef's kiss Um, Fazal Haku starts them off with the best though wicket and Nabi who gets Butler everyone contributes Majid player of the match deservedly for the runs he scored as well as the wickets he takes um, Rashid Khan doing the translation for him at the yeah. presentation was was quite sweet yeah. you know looking out for each other um, but I think that brings us to the final word Hall of Fame the Hall of Fame where we we choose the moments of the day that uh, that we enjoy particularly it's brought to you by Westfield London um, if you're in the UK you can get involved with this campaign it's the Westfield London Extra Pass you can win a thousand pound gift card just for signing up um, and you collect virtual stickers every time you spend 25 pounds at a participating outlet you get more discounts as you go along and you go in a big grand prize draw as well google it Westfield Extra Pass London you'll figure it out from there um, Westfield London more extra less ordinary Hall of Fame for you. What 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 caught your eye? Right at the start, uh, I don't know. Sam Curran did not have a great day. I don't know whether he caught mm-hmm. this. There was he was on the boundary, and 
I'm not sure whether the camera got too close to him or he was a little cheesed off with the mm-hmm. camera. He kind of didn't push it away uh, like uh, Medvedev did during the the US Open. But he seemed a little uh, not pleased with the okay. camera getting too close. That really stood out for me. It kind of summed up England's day. They were just so... Uh, Rashid versus Rashid, we spoke about mm-hmm. earlier. Um, two leg spinners. Uh, mm-hmm. You described how Adil Rashid got out. Yep. Uh, or sorry, about how Adil Rashid got Rashid Khan. Uh, he pumped him down the ground. Joru t- took a great catch. But I think Rashid Khan wins that battle. Uh-huh. It was just he got him uh, his counterpart out yep. with a perfect leg break. They dragged him out. Uh, made him play like that mm-hmm. forward defensive. Uh, you were wondering why yeah. he would play so defensively. I think they were just trying to play out Rashid Khan, which is never a good idea mm. when you have literally just one wicket left. And he got him caught it slipped. So Two as a left. leg spinner, I think Rashid Khan wins. Mm. Yeah, he, he, as you would have to say on commentary, it was a leg spinner's dismissal. Oh, very much so. Off a leg spinner. Two, legs, two leg spinners, uh, mm. both alike in dignity in fair Delhi, where we lay our scene. Um, what have we got? Yeah, Australia 10th, we talked about. Mm. Um, I like the umpires going to Ultra Edge all the time on LBWs when the ball's this far away from the bat. I'm sure they have to do it, but it just always seems funny where they're like, oh, better just check that when (laughs) you could drive a truck through the gap. Um, I liked Johnny Bairstow just having an epic sulk as he walked off because he was umpire's call twice. He glared at Rod Tucker. He gave him the big ooh. I mean, you would think Johnny Bairstow would be used to getting out by now. Like He's been out a lot. You've played a lot of cricket. You've been hit in front and you've lost your stumps a lot. Maybe maybe just roll with it. I don't know. If it's clipping leg stump, you're out. That's The bales generally come off if, if clip. <laughs> they don't always. They do less and less that these days, true, admittedly. Actually. But mm. at that pace, it was probably going to knock the bale off. So um, I'm not sure what he was so upset about. Um, but I think ultimately, have you got another one? Or can I finish this off? No, um, we spoke about Gurbaz and he had the hot hands at the top. It's rare that you play an innings of that quality and mm. don't get the player of the match. But as the innings progressed, you spoke about Ali Khil keeping wickets. I don't know what's up with Gurbaz, but he had red hands. He looked mm. like um, he had radioactive hands Nick throughout Cave, so. this. Maybe, yeah, that's right. Red right hand. He had two red hands, but he had blue fingers. He had tape on all of his fingers. And I don't know if he was worried about his hands, but this comes back to my last Hall of Fame Mm. bit, which was when Naveen Al-Haq was bowling in about the 30-ish, 33rd maybe, he is cutting sick at Gerbaz, (laughs) who, bear in mind, has already been run out by his captain, denied 100 against England. He's not having a great day he's probably feeling a bit cheesed off at the world and he's apparently I think it was that he was coming in too far at cover he was coming in too quickly and Naveen is walking back to the top of his mark yelling and then he comes in and bowls the next ball and then he's yelling again and he's gesturing and he says get him out of there and he sends him down to long on so they yank him out of cover he's yelling at the captain at this point and Hushman is like, like uh, dude I, I ran you out <laughs> like you know I don't, I don't I already want, ruined your night <laughs> I don't want to burn him again but okay fine whatever you say you're my fast bowler and you're angry Get him out of there. They send him down to Long On. And as he's going, he turns backwards. He takes a couple of steps backwards to talk to the bowler and then trips over and rolls his ankle. <laughs> Goes down to Long On to field for about two balls and then takes himself off to go to the physio. You can imagine him walking into the room saying, you know what, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. pretty much. I'm, <laughs> I'm not having a great night. But he is having a great night because Afghanistan beat England uh, for... Uh, the, their second ever win in a World Cup. They got the one over Scotland in yeah. 2015. This is number two. And it was second highest total for them uh, in World Cup cricket. Mm-hmm. 
just the comprehensive nature of this win. We've seen upsets before where yeah. teams just get over the line. You spoke mm. about many other upsets that have happened over the years. The Scotland game. They're yeah. nine, nine down, glance to fine leg, all that. There you go. But this was a proper pace thing that England have received from Afghanistan in conditions that favoured both teams. So there's mm-hmm. no condition talk. Michael Atherton made sure he mentioned that at the end. Uh, just a day to celebrate as, as a cricket fan. And what better place for Afghanistan to do this than in Delhi, which has some of the best Afghan food possible available mm-hmm. in the country. So I'm sure uh, Rashid Khan knows all about it. Yep. He's going to take all those Afghan players and all those Afghan fans who he shot on the ground mm-hmm. uh, and maybe even some of the English fans and go enjoy yourself if, wherever you're watching it. If you're waking up to us, if you're going to bed with us, not literally. <laughs> who knows how the night might unfold. <laughs> you never know. I'm going to bed with this guy. Uh, just celebrate this victory. It is, I don't know why I'm sounding like Harsha Bogle, but it is a great day in international uh-huh. cricket. <laughs> <laughs> all right. England have South Africa next, then Sri Lanka, then India. So, you know, if they lose, well, they've, they've got to win at least a couple of those. If they if they if they lose, uh, particularly, they've got the South Africa and India challengers who are running hot. If they lose those two, they're they're gone basically. Afghanistan have New Zealand, Pakistan, and Sri Lanka next. Tomorrow is Australia playing Sri Lanka. Apparently, Sri Lanka is playing everybody everywhere at all times, playing nineteen games in the group <laughs> stage of this World Cup. That's it. This has been the final word. World Cup Daily, Parat Sundaras and Jeff Lemon from Lucknow. If you like what we're doing, Patreon.com/slash The Final Word. The show is brought to you by Westfield London. More extra, less ordinary. We will see you next time. George Benson, I ain't protected by the right fence. And in my future questions, my current senses, that'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go.